Achieve. Recorded live. Hey everyone, it's Jessica Rodriguez with TheDayDreamAchiever.com and this week is all about your money mindset. Why does it matter? How can it be affecting your business? And really how you can reverse some of the, the money blocks that are in your life right now that are standing in the way of getting to your financial goals. You know, because when it comes to it, when you're really thinking about how you are living financially and the thoughts that you're putting in your mind when it comes to money, that is what is really going to get you to that next level with your clients, with your programs, your products, your service. Whatever you're doing, you are taking money from people. You know, um, you are sharing about money with people. You are having these money conversations. So what you are saying about money to other people as you are accepting that money from them or approaching the topic of money really makes a difference. And what I want you guys to really think about is how far back your money story really goes. You know, because that is so key and why we focus on that for the packet at the beginning is because you really need to know exactly where that money story is coming from for you. And I want you to think about it this way. Um, When you are taking... Hey guys, it's Jessica Rodriguez with TheDayDreamAchiever.com and this week we are jumping right into some money mindset work. For me, you know, money mindset is really where things start to come together because think about it, no matter what as you're going through your business, whether you have a program, product, service, you know, anything that you are doing is going to revolve around money. You know, it is accepting money from your clients, it is approaching the the price of what it is that you offer with potential clients. It is investing in yourself as a businesswoman, and that takes money. You know, no matter what, the topic of money is going to always circle around your business. So what we need to do is we need to find what ways is your money story holding you back from being able to get to that next level because, again, you know, everything is going to revolve around money in one uh, shape, form, or fashion. So you need to understand exactly where the roots of your money story is from, what you are thinking about money now, and how you can turn that into a way that your thoughts about money actually produce more money in your business. Now, we go all the way back in this packet to childhood, and it's because most of your original beliefs get started there, right? We start watching other people around us, and we start to duplicate that. And we talked a little bit about that before when it came to your personal beliefs, and now it's going to be about your money beliefs too because it really wraps around the same thing. Think about it. You know, you watch your parents handling money as a child, and when it comes down to it, parts of those things is what you took with you. You know, maybe it was them saying things like money doesn't grow on trees or you have to work hard for what you get in life or any of that. You start to bring that with you, right, because that's what you originally learned. But want to know something crazy um, when I first heard this, that is that we only know 10% of any given situation. So that means that 90% of anything we witness, we are piecing together in our own minds exactly how we want to. So, for example, let's take childhood. You know, you see your parents, maybe you see them working really, really hard for the money that they have. 
you know, and to you, you take that as in order to have money, you have to work every possible hour you could because you see that, right? But that's really only 10% of it. You don't know the other 90%. You don't know what else is going on behind the scenes that you are way too young for them to even be discussing in front of you that is actually going together with that. So, for example, I saw my parents working very, very hard when I was growing up. And to me, I thought that's the only way that you could survive in life. I thought, you know, we were very low income and we had very limited uh, food and resources around. But here's the thing. I saw my parents working really, really hard and we still felt like we had nothing. So all you had to do was work just to get by. That's what I was thinking. What I didn't know, and I'm still not going to assume I know every single piece of the puzzle, but what I didn't know there is that they had decided to really push for uh, a stretch of time, and it happened to be a few years, but they had really pushed to be able to you know, do with less so they could have more later. What wound up happening is when I was in eighth grade, they had our first built home done, you know, on a very big piece of land in an area that was completely different than what we were living in. And they had to really cut back and save in order to afford building a house, you know, and having something that was sizable and could fit all of us, you know, all of us kids and everything. And there were so many more pieces to that that I didn't know growing up, that I didn't know what was about that. So I started taking a mentality that essentially I made up. I took whatever 10% I knew and I developed my own money mindset around that and I started bringing it into adulthood with me. And the same goes when we're watching other people too. You know, they just, just like they say, you have um, people comparing their backstage pass to someone else's highlight reels. The same thing can happen with money mindset where you are watching other people and how they are dealing with money and you take that 10% and you just keep adding it to your personal bank of money mindset, right? You keep taking those 10% and those 10% from all these people um, because you don't necessarily know the whole story. And then you bring that with you until you build your personal belief about money. And that belief is what brought you to where you are today. Your belief right now is a combination of all little experiences that you have had in life that have been around money, all the people you have watched deal with money, you know, everything that, every bill you have ever gotten that you didn't want to receive, you know, all of that stuff has added up to exactly where you are today. So where is that spot? Are you someone that gets very, very nervous and is afraid when it comes to investing in something? Is it a a fear of investing into yourself? You know, what if you're not able to do X, Y, Z? What if you don't have enough to pay your mortgage? You know, do you have this fear about investing? Um, Do you think what you offer may be too expensive? Maybe you have a program or a product or some specialized service that you are so nervous when it comes to pricing, uh, talking to people because you worry it's going to be too expensive for them. Um, Are you doubting your pricing because of that? You know, you're wondering if you should cut your prices a little bit lower, offer some special discount or something in case your price is too high. Um, Do you step back when somebody gives you an objection? You know, instead of trying to overcome that objection with them, do you just shrink down and go, okay, they don't have the money, that's fine. I don't want to push anyone. I don't want to, you know, be that salesperson or whatever the case is. Do you start to shrink away? Because when it comes down to it, all those things are really about your money mindset. 
It's not about what you have being too expensive. It's not about um, investing in yourself, not being a good choice. It comes down to what you really believe about money and you being able to spend and or save money for yourself. And the crazy thing that I noticed, you know, going through the packets and going through really just business within the past four years is that what will happen with your money mindset is you are always going to get back exactly what you put out there. It's the law of reaping and sowing. But what it means is that your clients or your potential clients are going to come in with a very similar money block that you do. So, for example, if if you believe that what you have may be too expensive for people, then you are going to go in that conversation and get a lot of financial pushback. You're going to get a lot of people that have money objections. A lot of times it's going to be the same objections you had when you got started. You're going to hear that stuff come back at you. And this is all testing your money mindset, right? You are going to attract. So if you have a very, very strong money mindset and you're in a good place, that is actually going to lower your objections because you're coming from a place of strength. You're coming from a place of character. You have developed a money mindset that is unshakable, and people can feel that because that's confidence, right? People can feel that confidence when you're on the phone with them, when you're talking to them, and that stops their objections. That allows you to clearly go right over any kind of objection you may even get, and they understand that you are doing it in total confidence. So that is why it's important to tackle your money objections or sorry, your um your your money mindset because if you are not in a good place with your money mindset and you are accepting money from other people, it's going to be a very uphill battle because you are going to get back everything you keep putting out there into the universe. You're going to keep getting that back in your potential clients, in those that are working with you. They're going to stop, you know, going to that next level or that next step. And it's because you would have stopped too because that is where your money mindset lacks as well and you're going to attract that. So the first thing we went over was really knowing your story. You know, like I said, where did the money blocks that you have actually come from and how can we overcome this? Because thoughts become things, right? But in order to know that you're even having these thoughts, you've got to go back and see where it is that they are coming from. You know, some things I saw as I was going through your packets is some two common threads between the packets is that money is a struggle to get. So feeling like there's always so much work that goes into getting money, it is such a struggle. You know, every time I, I get money, I lose money. You know, and always feel like this up and down struggle. Well, think about that. If you continuously think that that money is hard to achieve, then how or hard to receive, then how are you going to be able to get more of it? How are you going to be able to get to that good spot with money when to you money is hard to get? So guess what? It's going to be hard to get. It's always going to feel like a struggle because that is what you are putting out there. You know, and then the other thing was that what you have is too expensive. You know, that you're getting these objections. And you know what? That's what I really want to dig in with you guys. Think about it. If you feel that you are getting all these pricing objections and that what you offer is too expensive, what I'm going to tell you is you're not finding the right people, and that thinking is going to completely turn away the right people. So people are going to say no, right? It's it's a natural thing for any business. But your goal is to stay in strong beliefs 
to have your money mindset right, but the fact of it, it has nothing to do with what you offer via too expensive. It's just that you need to find the right people for that offer. You know, there's a story I had shared last week. It's the, the brown leather, or actually leather, but the brown coat story. So what happened with me is I was, I was looking for this brown coat. You know, I wanted to be able to add it to an outfit. And I thought it looked really cute together. So my husband and I go to a mall while we were away, and we start looking in the stores to see if we can find this coat. And it's one of those things that, of course, when you are not looking for something, it's everywhere, right? And then the minute you decide to find it, you can't find it anywhere. So we are going to the mall trying to find it. I finally find one that looks just like what I'm looking for. So I'm super excited. I go to look at the price tag, and it's over $1,000 for this coat. $1,000. Like, well, actually, it was more than $1,000, but it was for a coat. A coat that was so short that it didn't even, you know, connect to my jeans. It was just like a little throwover coat. Super cute, but super out of my price range. I am not someone who spends a lot of money on clothes. It's just not my personal thing. So I am more of like I would have bought it if, if it was a $30 coat type of person. So I looked at it, and after I had the initial sticker shock, I left the store. I realized I was in a store that does not meet my personal beliefs when it comes to pricing on of clothing, Okay. Later, about an hour later, I did find one that was $25. So super win for me. I got exactly what I wanted. But here was the bigger aha moment. And that was the fact that somebody is going to go into that first store and they are going to buy that coat. There's a reason that brand exists, and they weren't targeting people like me. I am not their ideal audience. I don't have that same excitement for clothes as I do for traveling or anything like that, right? It's just not my personal thing. But for other people, they completely understand the quality of certain clothes, why they are made the way they, they are, why the price tag reflects that, that care and that compassion that is put into every single piece that that company makes. You know, they understand that, they believe in it, and they're willing to pay for it. There's always someone out there that's willing to pay for quality. However, I'm not that person when it comes to clothes. However, if it came to, like I said, a vacation, if it came to my health, you know, things that are fueling my body, price is not an objection for me, right? Because that's something I personally um, feel is worth the investment in my life, you know. Um, but other people, that is their investment. They really like to have this closet of quality clothes. So think about that for a second. That company did not go out of business because I said no to their product. They did not, you know, cry in a corner and say, oh, my God, am I ever going to be successful? They stood to, to their, their belief that what they're selling is worth that price tag. So they weren't looking for me. And the same thing goes with you when it comes to your money story. If you believe that what you have is too expensive and you are going into every discovery call or message or whatever it is with that mindset, that's all you're going to get back. You're going to get back people who think it's too expensive. Because that's what you're putting out there. You know, whether you, you know it or not, you're going to subconsciously put that out there. So you need to wrap that around your money mindset. You know, it's just about having the right people, the people who understand the quality of what they're getting that is going to turn that around for you. Like I said, I was not the ideal person to buy a coat that's $1,000 or $1,500. I'm not that person, but somebody else is. 
And that's what they stand for, right? And then the people that made the $25 quote that I got, guess what? They're probably targeting the person like me that wants to have some cute clothes, doesn't need them to last years and years and years or anything like that because they're going to go in and out of it pretty quick, you know, and that's just how I am with things like that. So it's the same thing. So know your stories and then know exactly that thoughts do become things. So that's where the next steps come because we need to start getting over that. And number two goes with forgiveness, you know, and that was the next step that you got to in the packet because typically what happens is people as as they start to go through their money story and they start to see, you know, where their blocks are and they start to see how their mindset is actually getting in the way of their business, what can happen is it starts leading to that self-anger. You know, it starts leading to, oh, my God, I can't believe I've been doing this. It's my fault, you know, that things aren't going this right. Like, I'm putting it out there. This is not attracting the right people because of that. And we can kind of get wrapped into that, right? And it's just because we are human and we tend to be harder on ourselves than we should be. So that's why I wanted to add forgiveness in there because having that resentment or that anger within yourself is not going to solve the issue. Forgiveness will because when it comes down to it, forgiveness and what you do after the realization is where things come together. Okay, so now you know where things have gotten off, right? You know where your money mindset needs work and now it's time to forgive what you've done in the past the thoughts you've been putting into your mind, and this goes for anything, you guys, honestly. It's all about forgiving what happened in the past because now you know. You just did this this week. You did this workbook or this packet, and now you know exactly what you need to change. So now it's up to you to take action on that step. You know, it's not about being mad at yourself or wishing you did things differently or anything like that because it's once you know, then what you're in charge of is the result of everything that happens after you know. So forgive yourself for anything before you learn this, and then it's time to go forward with the confidence that now you know and now you can make the corrections necessary and adjust your course. You know, forgive yourself for being human, right? None of us are going to be perfect. And for me, I have to do a lot of money mindset work in my business because trust me, I came from all kinds of money blocks. So I had to do a lot of work, and part of that was forgiving the fact that I was letting those blocks stand in my way because I just honestly didn't even know that money blocks even existed, nor did I realize that those thoughts were holding me back, and give myself grace and then move on. Now I know, now I can control the steps that I make from this point. And that's exactly what you can do too, which leads to the next step of gratitude. Because as abundance comes into your life, being able to not only notice, that you are having this upsurge of abundance, but to be thankful for that is huge. And that means no matter how big or small, when you get abundance in your life, you are thankful for it. Now, you know your money blocks, and now this is how we change those money blocks. Remember, you're responsible for what you do after you figure it out. So you have figured out you have money blocks, and now this is where you take that responsibility in the next steps you take. And one is going to be gratitude. And this is gratitude for every single thing that you have today and every single thing you get from this day forward. Now, I want you to kind of think about it this way. Have you ever opened the door for somebody? You're walking, let's say you're walking into the grocery store. You open the door and the person doesn't say thank you. Like, I don't care who you are. Everyone has that thing like, hmm, 
Like, because it's natural for someone to say thank you, right? And when they don't say thank you, you know, most people will be like, oh, man, like they couldn't even say thank you? You know, it was something so little, right? But people typically say thank you, right? They acknowledge the person for doing something so small as far as opening a door. And it's not even technically opening the door because you already opened it for yourself, right? It's just holding your hand there for four more seconds. For the other person, right? And somebody says thank you. They show a sign of gratitude. It is so small. And you do the same thing when people open the door for you, right? It's that small little thing. You thank them for taking that extra four seconds out of their day to hold the door open, okay? Can you do the same thing with your business and your personal life? Give thanks for the very, very small thing. So let's say, you know, maybe you made 27 bucks from a passive income program or 49 bucks from something that's passive income. You know, maybe you got a little bit, like $14 of residual income. Maybe you received uh, a whole bunch of discovery calls all of a sudden when you were struggling to book any of them. Are you being thankful for those things? Because every time you're like, oh, my God, thank you. Oh, my God, thank you. You know, all of a sudden you are putting out there that you are grateful for what you have right now. And that's how you start to get more. You know, just like if somebody opens the door for you and you say thank you and there's double doors, they most likely are going to open the second set of doors too, right? They're not just going to let the second set of doors slam into your face. Now you get another open door, right, as you go into the building. And it's because it's built on all these small acts of gratitude. And the same thing, I want you guys to start doing this with your personal life and your business life because it goes hand in hand, right? Think about it. If you focus on all the bad, quote unquote, bad things your spouse does and all their flaws and all the ways that they could change, guess what you're going to get? More of that, right? Because you keep focusing on all the things he should be doing or all the things she should be doing or all the things that you know, this person needs to change, then you're just going to focus on all those weaknesses, right? If in your business you are just focused on, oh, my God, I can't believe I can't make a sale. Oh, my God, I can't believe this is a happening. I can't believe I still don't have this website. You know, oh, I'm never going to be able to be successful because I don't have X, Y, Z. Guess what? You're going to get more and more and more of what you keep putting out there because you're not being thankful for the wins that you do have, all you're going to do is surround yourself in losses, and you're going to keep getting more losses because of that, right? Um, And that's what I want you guys to really think about. I want you to be thankful for what you have. I threw a, like, you would have thought I had a full-blown party when I made my first $30 in my business. 30 bucks, right? 30 bucks isn't going to cover much of anything, right? But that was the start of something. You know, that was the start. That was the needle that pushed. Every time I get a new client, I am thankful. I'm thankful that somebody trusted me um, to be able to go through this journey. I am thankful that this person was brought into my life. I am thankful for that. And that's why I continue to get more, right? I'm not saying, okay, here, I got one person in. Now let me, you know, why don't I have ten? No, be thankful for the one right? That is what's going to get you to the 10. That just gave me now nine spots to fill, not 10. So you got to be thankful for that. So have gratitude for what you have right now. And it doesn't have to be that you have all this amazing stuff, right? It could just be that you are thankful that, that you have a couch to sit on while you're eating dinner. You know, it could be you're thankful that of all the crazy disease in your life that you have an hour to sit down and work on your business. 
and that hour you can make the most productive. You know, focusing on gratitude is what is going to help shift your mindset. You know, it is what's going to help shift your money mindset too as you are thankful for every single penny that is coming in. That's just going to help produce more of it. That's going to give you more money because you are being faithful with what you have at this very moment and thankful for it. Which leads into the last thing that we went in this packet, and that is having a plan. Knowing every single penny that comes in to your business and where it's going. You know, having that plan ahead of time. You know, um, I showed you guys that financial tracker, and the reason why is because it's just a known fact. What you focus on, you're going to get more of. So if you want more money in your business, in your life, then you need to start paying attention to your money. You need to know exactly how much money you need to earn a month, you know, your non-negotiable income goal, and then you need to track as it's coming in. Who is it coming in from? How much is it? Um, how much do I need to pay? So how much do I need to invest in you know, my personal life, my business life? What are the non-negotiables that I have to pay so that I can make enough money in order to have those things in my life, right? So that you can make sure you are in the right place with what you have going on. So that's what I want you guys to really focus on. You know, going into a new month, make sure that as you are doing this, this plan for the month that you are getting serious about your non-negotiable income goal and you are looking at that every single day. Remember what you focus more on, you're going to get more of. So making sure that you know what your non-negotiable income goal is and you are going for it, like absolutely balls to the wall. Like you are making it happen because you are going to make enough money to have everything you desire. And that's a statement that is written on your money tracker for a reason. You can make enough money. Money is never, never the issue. It is the money blocks that are the issue. So what I encourage you guys to do is I want you to use this tracker. I want you to set your non-negotiable goal. I want you to start looking. If it's every day or every other day, whatever works for you, I want you to look at that tracker and I want you to add in what you are making. Every single penny should be on here so that you can look back at the end of the month and see that you have reached your non-negotiable goal. You'll be able to see that you have paid out exactly you know, what you had to pay out. You covered that. You know, Maybe you're clearing debt, whatever the case is for you, um, and that you've brought that money into your business in order to do that for yourself. So this week is all about your money mindset, and I have loved reading your packets. I have loved being able to see you know, what has been standing in your way and reading the aha moments that have come through. And what I encourage you guys to do is I want you to get super serious about tracking your money right now. I want you to bring that to the very, very front of your life because if you want more money, you have to. You have to get comfortable with it. You have to get comfortable talking about it. You have to get comfortable tracking it. You have to get comfortable sharing about it. You know, the more you can talk about money, the more it's going to come to you because you're making it that way. You are putting it front and center in your life. So I hope you guys take that to heart because I am telling you this is going to be a game changer as we go into the next month. You are going to be able to track the money that is coming in as you are getting crystal clear with your brand, what it is that you are putting out there, your packages and your programs. And because of that, you are going to 
reach that monthly goal for yourself. And I cannot wait to celebrate it with you guys. Have an amazing night. I will talk to you soon.